gotta recover from that. Hi, <laughs> let's uh, let's do this. Hi, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm still thinking about a really funny filter that Heather put on, and I'm dying. Like, I I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Because we had three mouths each. I just thought like the smile I made just like really worked. Um, hi, I'm Champ Champenstein, and I am Heather. Uh, we had two weeks together, so we got a lot of comics to talk about, and. I think we should just do our thing. We're do here. our talk comics to me thing. Get right into it. We're going to slam it out. Our goal is 27 minutes and 23 seconds. Ready. It's most definitely not going to happen. Unless we just like show the book. Next. Um, <laughs> funny, I didn't actually get to read this one yet. Um, this is the Batman issue 112. Um, it's the first part of Fear State, which is with the scarecrows and the toxins and stuff, um, which is... Uh, from what I understand, exactly what happened during the Joker War. I don't know though. I gotta get. I gotta get finished getting caught up. Uh, I know it's not necessary because it's per arc or whatever. But um, this is just it so far. Um, I do gotta say the first page was incredible. I just I I love this artist so much. So you know, I'll get to it. I've been hearing really good things about it. The few pages that I read just now seem great. So. Batman. Batman, everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, this is a trade I got a few weeks back out of spite, so, but it worked out for me. It's called Bubble. Uh, just a story about, a, can't remember her name, of course. Never. Um, her friend's name is Annie. Uh, Morgan, that's the main character's name. Morgan, she is from... A place called the Brush in this world. They are have inhabited a planet that doesn't like them. So there's like these corporate bubbles where people live that are just kind of like regular cities. And then there's the Brush, which is just kind of like the wild. And so basically, the corporation starts a thing called an app called Hunter, where they pe- people like Morgan and some of her friends hunt down these monsters that have been breaking into the bubble. Um, it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. It's actually based on a podcast that's about the whole thing. So, and it's by the people who did the podcast, but I actually enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I don't know. It made me laugh. There are a lot of really like funny jokes about things that like I understand. And also a lot of jokes about 311, which just really ruined my brain in a weird way. Perfect for people who live here. Yeah. Perfect for people who live here in Omaha, Nebraska, and also are nerds. But yeah, I love the art. I think that was part of the reason I did enjoy it so much, mm-hmm. is that the art and colors were really good, and you know, just had just had fun. That's I'm going to have to borrow that from you, because I want to spite read it, too. Yeah, and I think you would like it, too, just like with different things. And I really like really like the, Mitch. He's another one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really silly. He's the one who really likes like 311, and he's just kind of like suppose what you'd call a dude bro but just like one of those dude bros that's really nice and kind and also just like like every mitch yeah apparently has like a thick dick but there's something they say so many times in there i mean maybe like three or four times but obviously it's stuck out in my brain he's got a thick dick and he likes 311 and wants to start a party bus a lethal combination All right, that's all I have to say about that. I think it's worth the pickup, even if you've never read read the podcast, never heard the podcast. I've never even heard of the podcast. Yeah, either have I. So I like, 
I it does say based on the smash hit podcast, so I did have to right. like look it up and guess what? Spoiler alert, didn't listen to the podcast. What? I Okay. What kind of a nerd are you? I know we have a podcast, but I just can't actually listen to podcasts. I am literally I'm down to two podcasts that I can listen to without getting annoyed, and one of them is only updated every month. So I'm all caught up. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. I can't, I can't do it. I can't find any like content that keeps me interested for long enough. I can't even listen to myself. I just don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do during podcasts. So if you do know what to do during podcasts, please tell me because I can't. I have a problem like focusing on just stuff talking to me mm-hmm. if I don't like. Like, what am I supposed to? Am I supposed to just sit here? I I mean I put them on when I'm like sewing. I did it the other day when I was, like, organizing my comics. Yeah. And that was also just a prison abolition podcast. So, of course, I was able to kind of focus on that because it was, you know, about something I really yeah. want to learn about. Yeah. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> okay. Uh, 23, 27, right? Yeah. What are we at now? 27, 23. <laughs> uh, Batman, Catwoman. This is issue number seven. Oh, come all ye faithful. I had that song stuck in my head for a like very long time. It's all Christmas themed. Yeah, it's weird when it's you're Merry re- Christmas. reading it during the, like, you know, summer months. Yeah. But uh, basically, you know, last issue, Catwoman and Batwoman's... Bat- Catwoman and Batwoman's... <laughs> Catwoman and Batman's daughter basically straight up asked Selena if she killed the Joker, and Selena was like... Yeah, I did. <laughs> and so this is just dealing with that. The repercussions of her killing someone. Yeah. And honestly, you know, there were some weird art moments here, but I think... I, I love this one. I loved it more than I think I liked all the rest of the yeah. Batcat issues. And I feel like it might be an, an art thing. In a we- very, it, yeah. In a weird way, I don't know if that is it or, like, I mean, I don't really like the story either. Yeah. But I think the, the art in this one made it more tolerable for me. <laughs> I can't. I just, I really loved, yeah. I, I really liked this issue and it was very stressful for me because it was the same setup as every other issue. So maybe it was just an art thing, even though I do like playing man's, you know, overly sexualized art at times and, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just going at this book in such a, like, If I wasn't such way. a square, then, like, it would be fine. But I don't like seeing butts and tits just hanging out of spandex. You know I don't mind that. You know that there's an extent to which I am like, oh, why is she squatting in front of a, like, vault like that? How else is she going to stand up? <laughs> you got to put all the power in your thighs, dude. I mean, maybe she's just what, like, Megan the Stallion, just like you don't crouch like that. <laughs> like she must have just knees like a motherfucker. I've been. I'm just gonna get up and show this to you real quick. I think it's really funny. I do this in front of the TV at home, and then I can't ever. That me getting up right there was. I wish everybody could have seen that better, but <laughs> normally time. I can't get up. <laughs> we'll take photos for you okay. and let you see. But yeah, that's... I just dropped it there. <laughs> yeah, you can't really see the mics on the way. Well, good. No one needed to see it. <laughs> but yeah, Batman Catwoman, I I don't have very much to say. Seven issues in, so we're getting near the end, but that's basically what... You know what? There's going to be a twist. I can feel it. There's going to be a king twist here. 
Um, okay, I have X-Force. This is issue number 23. Um, Beast decides to do his own little investigating of the little tiny people. I can't remember what they're called. Um, the, uh, the Russian nesting dolls. Yes, the Russian nesting dolls. Um, That's what we'll call them here. The, on the genetically show. engineered humans that are being made. Um, he gets a piece off of it and is like, what would happen if I just swallow one and then he has to recruit dark tom because this thing is inside of him and it's changing him and he's like i don't know how to get it out help me so you know he creates his own little tiny human so there are two tiny people inside of beast right now which just really made me laugh um what an idiot yeah yeah (laughs) there there was some really good narration in this one from from him Mm -hmm. i still don't have any joy in seeing him in this book but some of the things that he says was like okay yeah cool still a bad person but all right war criminal (laughs) exactly uh all right i have black manta this is issue number one um I just got this because I liked the creative team quite a bit, so I was like, yeah, sure, add this to my, my profile. Uh, Chuck Brown's writing it, and Valentin Delandro is the artist. Um, I don't know Marissa Louise, but I do like the colors quite a bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little Black Manta story, kind of him, I suppose, deciding his own fate between being a hero and being a villain, and like what that means to him. Uh, there's obviously, you know, other stuff going on in here, but that was kind of what I took out of it. And I'm I'm excited to read the rest of it. It's only a six-issue series. I, That's not bad. I don't mind. It was fun, like, or interesting. Like, I do, like I told you, I read that Kelly Sue DeConnick Aquaman. That was basically been the only Aquaman I read. But I, I feel like I know enough about Aquaman and Black Manta that I can kind of, like, get the gist of what's going on. Plus, it's, like, his own little story, so... Yeah. I was just trying to think of, like, what do I know about Aquaman? I don't know, shit. I had a huge crush on him when I was little in the cartoon, but I don't... I don't think I've ever, like, read an Aquaman book that was just a standalone Aquaman book. Yeah, and it's, you know, the only reason I read that one is because Kelly Sue DeConnick, and even then I ended up having to drop it because it was just, like, I liked it, but... Not enough, but mm-hmm. the art was so good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Rest in peace, my dude. Um, but, you know. That's gonna... I've, I've been making a list of, like, stories that I want to go back and read that people always say, like, you've never read any of those mm-hmm. books. Well, Which ask, is most of the DC universe. Well, let's ask Patrick about, like, some good Aquaman to read. Yeah. Because I know Patrick likes Aquaman. I just get so overwhelmed when I think about, like, how much content there actually is, and I don't know where to start, and, like, I say this all the time, I'm not a big DC person, so I don't know a lot of the writers and stuff, and so, yeah, it's just been very difficult, so I'm slowly getting in there, but I have very, very rigid tastes, so. Why did my hair just do that? Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay, so this is Mamo, Mamo. Number three. Number three. Um, they're just trying to figure out where Mamo put all our bones. Mm-hmm. They have a meeting with crows, which yeah. I thought was very cool. I and they really just did love that. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. I liked um, his hat. Yeah, the way that he just like, whoop, I'm a big bird now. <laughs> um, but yeah, they learn 
more about working together and using their I guess shared knowledge of yeah. magic and stuff. I really I really like this book. Yeah, no, that story this story is really good and like it's a lot of the art and it's a lot of like the story itself because it's just so it reminds me of a fairy tale in itself, like just the relationship between the two main characters and like what they're doing and also just like especially with it, this issue where they talk about like trust a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I like that, and I like how it's like unfolding quite a bit. Yeah, they're from like two completely different worlds, but they're the same mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and easy to relate to. Yeah, just no, it's a very sweet story. I am excited to see what happens, and obviously, you know, there will probably be some betrayal. I don't, don't say that. Well, don't maybe, say that. Maybe not, but it just seems like that's going to be the case in the end. It at was some real. Some at some point, maybe just light betrayal, dark magic betrayal <laughs> with the bones. All you got to do is swallow one of Mamo's bones, and then it's game over. You become the ultimate witch. Do they not know how that's how that works? <laughs> you just got to eat the previous witch, and then big witch. Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> I would like to say before I show this book I had no idea what this was about (laughs) just needed to stay so this is Nine Stones this is a behemoth book this it was weird as hell but I did actually end up adding it to my poll okay because it's only like four issues I think four or five but this okay I'm going to try to explain this the best I can because I walked into this not knowing that it was a pre-released webtoon like comic mm-hmm. on a thing called Tapas. Right. Something like that. Um, what I, I read a little bit more about it because I was confused. Apparently it's very gay. It's going to be gay. That's, that's what I got out of it. And I was like, cool, I'm into it. So this, it's about a boy. I cannot remember names. Damn it, dude. Alistair. Alistair. Same, same day. Someday we will write these That's, down. Remember that was the whole reason, reason I got, got the book. Yeah. Okay. I do remember that because I was like, that is the worst reason to get a book. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so Alistair's the the main, one of the main characters. Um, he is working at as a volunteer, I guess, at his dad's grocery store, one of the stalkers there. I cannot remember his name either. I'm going to call him Nick. He... Um, He's the one that does, like, the main... Oh, are we just making up names for characters now? Yeah, I okay, figured that's cool. what we have to do in order to seem like we know what we're talking about. Um, so... <laughs> to make it seem like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, Nick is the one who does the deliveries and stuff, and you find out that within the deliveries that they're doing, they are also transporting drugs. So, on their way to transport the grocery delivery, they get stuck between rivals, I guess, that are trying to take him out. So it's two young kids in the middle of a drug war. In, like, modern daytime? I don't... See, I can't tell. It seems like it, but there's also, like, some weird, like, fantasy aspect to it because yeah, i definitely like, got that vibe from it so that's why i was like is it taking yeah. place now or in like some other weird world <laughs> i don't it's it's got to be some i don't i can't figure it out because he's uh alistair's also having these like nightmares um of a demon 
for lack of a better term, um, trying to control him. So I don't know like how that's going to come into play or anything, but anyway. So yeah, now these two boys, they hate each other. They have to work together to try to get out and figure out what's going on. Then they'll fall in love. Yeah, that's, I mean, look at this cover. Yeah, dude. One of the other covers, one of them isn't wearing a shirt. I'm like, wait, how old are you guys? I can't be a part of that. Disturbing. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so I have Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. This is issue number two. You will know that I did not pick up the first issue. I just got this because of Daniel Warren Johnson, because as everybody knows, I very much love him. Um, and he did this cover, which is very, very, very it good. It is really good. Um, and then I only, I'm sorry to everybody else who did a story in this book, I only read Daniel Warren Johnson's story because I don't really like Deadpool, like, at all. Like, I don't care about anything Deadpool-related. Maybe because my ex-boyfriend really liked Deadpool, but whatever. I'll I'll cross that bridge when it comes over to I feel that way, too. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have an ex-boyfriend, though. I just don't like Deadpool. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I really love Daniel Warren Johnson's story, though. Um, got me a little weepy, teary, a little teary-eyed, just because uh, it kind of just is one of those things where it's just like, you know, how did you start out in comics sort of deal? And I really, or like, how did you start comics and how did you, like, find me? And I like that idea. Um, I don't really want to ruin it because it's a very small, small story, but... Are, are those the ones that are, like, three pages? yeah. I just, uh, I just really, really like. I love the way he drew himself oh and drew God. himself as a kid. Like I, I really. There was something like I said. I, something about this story that really like spoke to my heart, and I really loved it. Like it's just, it was a lot of fun. And I, I don't know. I always just love Daniel Warren Johnson. He's just always brings a really good book to the table, a really good story to the table. I just really love when people go by their first middle and last name. I just, I think that's a very bold move. I just I like, I don't, I feel weird if I just called him Daniel Johnson. Right. I don't, or if I just said Daniel. I mean, I decided that when I like publish my first book, I'm going to do full ass name out there. So no one can question whether or not it's me. I'll just do Dominique Champ Champenstein. Damn, dude, that's good. Just use my middle name, my last name, and then my fake last name. Now I'm going to have to change tunes. <laughs> We're back on the Ed Girl and Ho train, so. <laughs> okay, uh, next we have Nice House on the Lake. This is what, three? Four. Four, geez. Is it? Four, yeah. I was like, you're probably right, yeah. This is issue number four, so, and this, there's a lot of twists and turns in this book, but basically friends are invited to a cabin by a friend of theirs who is a entity don't know what that entity is um they're stuck in the house and this story is following everything that's happening and them kind of figuring out or trying to figure out what's going on yeah and this book (laughs) you know i love how this story has like unfolded because that first issue i was like what the fuck Mm -hmm. like this is not what i signed up for I don't know about this. And then as it's like kind of like gone along, I've I've like, I wouldn't say I've been hesitant about it, but I haven't been sure. But this issue, like this in the last issue, like the, like I said, like when I sent you that text, like the way the story is unfolding is just like really interesting and is presenting itself in just like such a way where you're like, all right. 
I just keep thinking about like the ulterior motives for him because it starts off with you thinking that the reason he did it is because he was like trying to save them mm-hmm. to like because they're his friends they're people that he's known for years but then as you keep going in my mind anyway I'm like well because of the restrictions that they have with certain things mm-hmm. like is that really why he did it yeah yeah there's I mean- got to be another. And I feel like I finally figured out that this is each one of their symbols, mm-hmm. and so each issue is going off of right. like, them, mm-hmm. like because every issue is focused kind of on a person within the house and like what they're doing to kind of solve the mystery of what's going on. And I, I don't know if you've been paying attention to these at all, like at, in the beginning, how this takes place after the events mm-hmm. of all of this. I just like every time they do that, now I look to see what's going on. So this is where they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see how they got to here. Yeah. Because yeah. his leg is all messed up. Like, it's yeah. just really good. It's yeah. just a nice, like, subtle future, like, post-apocalyptic horror story yeah. thing. Yeah, the way the horror works is very strange, but mm-hmm. I do. I do. I would say horror for sure. I love the art. The art yeah. is so good. It's And the so colors, good. like, really do such a great job of, like, bringing out, like, the story itself. Just, just a really, really good book. Really good book. I would highly, highly suggest this to anyone, honestly. And especially as, since it's almost October, most definitely should try to pick it up. Spooky. Spooky times. It's real good. Super good. It's September, so let's get spooky. Oh, I was ready back in June, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. <laughs> we haven't stopped reading horror comics. <laughs> Never. Like, we're going to take a break from that just because <laughs> it is in October. Who are you? Jokes on all of them. Might go home and watch my favorite slasher tonight. Oh, yeah? What's that? I don't want to talk about it. Um, probably just Hellraiser. I don't know yet. I can't decide. <laughs> God, you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. So and you know I can't say anything right now. I know. That's why I did it. Um, <laughs> yo, this book is damaged. You pulled a damaged book for me. Uh, this is a book I haven't read. <laughs> Is, it was the only one. <laughs> no, I know. I don't care about this book. Um, this is Helm Grey Castle. That sounded really harsh um, because the idea of the story is actually really cool. I just haven't. I was not too interested in the first one. So I kept getting them since this is the last issue. There's only four. Um, and I just never had a chance to get caught back up. So I don't. I can't tell you what's been happening in this. But this uh, is the book that is in a fantasy world but also includes... As Aztec culture? Yeah, is that what it was? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a really good idea, and I thought it was very interesting, but it's just, it's too dense for me. Yeah, I could see that after yeah. that first issue. For it sure. is, um, I do like, oh God, I was like, this is not the book. <laughs> um, they do have like D&D stuff in the back, which I think is really cool, and a really good map. So That is a good map. Yeah. So I will, I will get back to it. I just, oh, it, it better be the end. I have to take this off my pole. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get to it at some point, but I just haven't yet. So sorry. Are you ready for me? Yeah. All right, I have Eve. This is issue number five. This is the last issue. They should have made it six issues so it could be Eve, Eve six. six. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah. I'm very proud of you for Thank that. Thank you. I wish I had Thank thought you. about that. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> that seems like a joke I would have thought about. Yeah. 
I'm uh, channeling you today. Damn, dude, that was good. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to talk about this book anymore. Next. <laughs> uh, but young girl has been put in charge of saving the world. Uh, and I love I love this book. Like I love the art. I loved I loved the story. The story was so good. Just I loved seeing like a young black girl be the hero of the story without any other like weird undertones mm-hmm. going on. And she didn't even have like any outside influences. It was mm, just it was her. her. Yeah. And then it was also yeah. And there's other aspects of it because it's like yes, it was just her, but she also has help in a weird way. Mm-hmm. But it is also just her. Um, it was so good. It was, and I really loved. Uh, Victor Lavelle, Lavez, Lavelle, Laval, Lava. Uh, I'm trying to do Spanish with the double L's. I loved his author's notes in the back, and especially like here he talks about like his old, like some of his old stories, and then like why he came up with Eve. And I really, I don't know, I just really like that. He did that in the first one and this last one, and it really brought together everything for me. And I, I liked it quite a bit. Good, like, just I'm a glad. just a good story. Yeah. It was definitely a book, you know, like, I just read that one issue off the wall and ended up just being like, yeah. This, I just, this is a book for me. Yeah, I just read the first one. I didn't I didn't get a chance to read yeah. any of the other ones, so I'll have to borrow them from I would say, you. Yeah, I would definitely let you borrow them. I think, I think you would like it, too, just because it's, like, quick and it's, I mean, fun's not necessarily the right word, but fun at the same time. Entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah, I did. I really, really liked the first one, so. I do like seeing the, like... You know, the steps that she went through. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, nothing, nothing else. Uh, okay, so now we both have this book, but Heather just read it off the wall. Mm-hmm. This is the last book you'll ever read. This is issue number two. Sorry, I held that in a weird way. Um, just follows... It's a bun book. Yeah, it's calling bun book. So I know that I should not keep reading it. I am oddly tempted to do so, especially because Jen Hickman does the B covers, and I love they're so good. Yeah, and I would say, and I love Jen Hickman a lot. Um, but I don't really like this story because it does like it does like just feel like a very B to C horror horror story that I'm not interested in. Um, main character Olivia. She is doing a book tour about her book. Is it literally called The Last Book You'll Ever Read? No, it was Satyr. Satyr, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And basically drives people to madness. And now, like, everybody has been just very upset with her as well. Um, I don't know. Just not necessarily a story I really like. I do do like the art quite a bit, which is, like, a thing that kind of sucks because I do, like... I like the style, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to really describe it, because it can be, like, really rough in points, but I like the faces, and I like the colors, but... It reminds me of an Archie comic. Yeah, kind of, for sure. I was to say, it does remind me of something, like, old school, because mm-hmm. it it feels like the story is taking place in the 1930s or something. <laughs> I'm glad that you said that, because I got that same feeling. I just... I hate that main character so much. Like, oh, yeah, no, she's... If she just would, like not be so she's very blase about it for me she seems really smug yeah and it's just like she's like no i refuse to cancel this i don't care what the fuck people are doing i'm getting this well it's also like if you're it's not a good book dude making people kill yeah i would say if you've written something harmful it's weird to have somebody who's just like 
you know, just like, yeah, blase or smug about mm-hmm. it. Just very much like, I know more than these stupid, and like, especially in this issue, like these stupid hicks. And the fact <laughs> that she hires security for herself because she knows that people are going to be upset, but like still refusing to like not do anything. About I don't know. It. it just seems like she's trying to get that dude drunk. Yeah, she wanted to bang him. I, I know, but, like, at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, like, one of those things where it's, like, your ulterior motives are here, and it's, like, very much at the forefront. Um, also, like, I, don't, I guess women are like that. I don't know. It's just... It, what are women like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody. Oh, if you know what women, If you know what women are like, just send us an email. Talk comics to me. 666 not just any average woman we need a like a big city woman you know like (laughs) from like a big city give us uh, examples of what girl bosses do please (laughs) tell me about a boss bitch that boss too close to the sun we need to know okay boss too close to the sun that's a good one thank you i heard it somewhere i can't remember where well, no, you shouldn't have told anybody that. That's, well, I had to. That's, I wasn't that's gonna, your joke now. I wasn't going to take credit for something that I didn't I didn't create myself. I just thought it would be funny in this context. It was. It was good. Okay. <laughs> um, I have Ordinary Gods. This is issue number three. Um, this book is so... I can't, you're still reading it. You know, I know. So I read the second one at work today and then read this one because I couldn't find my second issue anywhere. And we it's because it's downstairs in my box still. Oh. That's what, I swore that's I what bought she it. Said. Yeah. Um, because they were, what, damaged or, or shorted sure, or something? I, yeah, we didn't get them at all. Yeah. And I swore I had bought mine and taken it home, but I think I might have just like looked at it and then put it back. That's so nice. Basically, yeah. A book. <laughs> Um, so basically, main character, is his name Christopher? Is that where I got it from? It's gotta be. No, that, once again, that's our friend. We have a friend named Christopher. We really do. Christopher! 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 (laughs) Okay, so main character, Christopher, watches his entire family get murdered by his younger sister, and he finds out that he is some sort of vessel for a god that had fallen previously, and all the gods are being awakened. Um, but do you want to know the best part that just like absolutely killed me where I almost set this book down and said, I'm never reading this again. Um, they are different reincarnations. So they've been alive at different points in time. His previous. So it's kind of like wicked and divine a little bit. It's just they're the gods that take place. Aren't like gods. I'm just using that for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. So the person who he was previously. Joseph Stalin. I could they that was the big reveal on the last page was like oh my god it's so ridiculous yeah it was like split down the middle and his face was one side and Joseph Stalin's was the other and I was like why why for what reason so are they like gonna talk about Joseph Stalin then or I mean it was like briefly mentioned because he is learning the um I guess timeline of what is happening and what has happened to him because his sister is on the opposite end. The only reason he, the power in him was awakened was because hers did too. So he's on the good side and she's on the bad side. Um, So her goal was to kill him. 
that was mm-hmm. that's all that she's meant to do and then once she fulfills that it leaves her body or whatever and leaves her how she is so it's like this really weird thing he just he learns the history of this group that he's a part of he learns the the story of like the war that caused the downfall like all of this to happen and all that um her agency i guess decides to go in and like get rid of her but she said nope and flew out of a hospital window kind of weird Is she hitler i hope so it would make a lot of sense um but it's like then there's like a whole group of like weird robots and i don't know this book is it's very weird i do want to keep reading because now i want to know who everyone's reincarnations were at one point mm-hmm. um it's okay it's it's not the worst book i've ever read i'm just like very confused with some of the choices that are made in this yeah book. that makes sense I mean, otherwise, it's, like, it's a really fun book. It's just, like, why Joseph Stalin? Like, I don't get it. What does that have to do with anything? And that wasn't even that long ago. You make it seem like hundreds of years ago you were this person and it took the body this long to, like, well, I was like, no, that was, like, 60 years ago and you fucking murdered a bunch of people. (laughs) Weird. And every time they're reincarnated, they they still have the memories of their previous life. Mm -hmm. Like, it just takes them a bit to... Get him out, yeah. Shake him. Yeah, shake he's gotta shake. shake out his Joseph Stalin. Yeah, he's gonna grow a mustache probably soon. It keeps showing like flashes of him throughout there. I'm like, is he becoming Joseph Stalin? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's very strange. Again, I don't understand that, but it is what it is. All right, I might, should I go? Yeah, do it. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt. I don't want to talk anymore about Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Uh, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> this is the Joker uh, puzzle box. I keep doing it too low. Um, this is issue number two. The Joker presents a puzzle box. I'm sorry. That's how the title of this book goes. That's not how it was before. Are you sure? I swear it was just the Joker a puzzle box. <laughs> uh, there's the presents, just like really small. Anyway, this is a story about all of basically all of the villains in Gotham. Uh, the Riddler sends them off to find pieces of a puzzle and somehow the Riddler ends up dead. All of the Gotham City police bring all of the villains in and are trying to interview them. They make a... What a mess. Yeah. They make a wire reference in this book. Which, you know... Hurt my heart a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and say given the recent circumstances yeah. and stuff, I can see why you might be a little tender about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't a Michael K. Williams reference, which was you know whatever, um, fine. <laughs> uh, but they do the way he says it. It just says like wire, doesn't say like the wire or a wire reference. It's just really I don't know the wording was wrong, Matthew Rosenberg. <laughs> If he you, knew what he was doing. If you were a if you're a true wire fan, you would know. <laughs> I'm kidding. You like wires? <laughs> Do you like wires? I did forget to get the plug-in for this, so I have to run away very quickly. Um, what plug-in? The charger for the laptop. Oh, shite. You have Oh, that was 1 minute ago. I thought it said you have 1 minute of power left. I was like, "You have plenty of time. Why are you running?" <laughs> Did we get it? Yeah. Just in time. Uh, besides that, like I did, the book is fun. It's just like a silly little story. 
more than anything else, which is sometimes what I need. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's, like, Batman-related. Like, I don't necessarily want Batman. kind of just want, yeah. Like I think side, it's... Side characters and villains. Yeah, that's that's how I feel, too. Like, that's why I, especially with Marvel books, I'll just pick up a random thing that I've known. Because I'm like, all right, this is just a cute little mini series mm-hmm. by someone that I really enjoy as a writer. A character I don't know. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and especially Matthew Rosenberg. I think mm-hmm. I'm always just, like, in for, like, a solid time. Plus... Chip does all the covers, so I was like, yeah, I'll get it. A double whammy, yeah, a double, if you will. Yeah, just what I needed. That's all I got to say. Just all right. Good little story. Nice art. I like the Joker faces. Very Joker-esque. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just good, just good stuff. There's like two different kinds of Jokers that I like, and it's that style. And then when Steven Sajic does it, because I want to jump him. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel about it, too, if you want to be honest. Uh, this is Dead Box. This is issue number one. Um, Welcome to Lost Turkey. Yeah, this was a book when I finished it. I wasn't sure if I quite understood what was happening. I do see now that they're DVDs. <laughs> right on the back of the book. Yes. Um, oh, says it right on the top of that. Mm-hmm. Basically, just like uh, this book is going to be what we said, little separate stories. Yeah, I, I believe it seemed like it was going to be an anthology based off of like what the next issue was supposed to be about. And that's the only reoccurring theme is the dead box. Um, so it's just like a basically a red box that. Did you get it? Do you see it? <laughs> uh, just this, our main character, she doesn't know where it came from. Her dad just like just showed up in the convenience store some one day is what it sounds like um her dad is dying and so this first issue is flashing back between the movie she is watching that she got from the dead box and her dad dying um obviously there's a lot of other undertones to this particular issue um but i I, (laughs) it's hard to say if i liked it because, like I said, when I finished it, I wasn't sure if I understood what was happening. Just right. the way it presented itself. But I did like the flow of the book itself, and I did like the art. Yeah, no, the art was really good. And I thought the idea was really cool, too. But I just don't think that they were very clear about what exactly was going on. Because of, I think, the back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I assume that like it will reveal itself quite a bit more as time goes on. But I was like honestly just expecting like aliens to show up because of like what was happening yeah. in the book, and I was like, oh, all right. I was Whoa. waiting for the aliens to trick the human to their planet to murder them, and I was like, that's not how that <laughs> went at all. They actually wanted to be friends with humans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was a good book. I don't. I wouldn't say not to read it. I would say maybe wait till it's like a second issue in or go trade. in with an open mind. Yeah, or like don't expect anything from yeah, it. Yeah, just be ready to read a story. Yeah. So I think it. that's, I would say, I think that's what you get out of it the most. You, you ready? You ready to trug? Trug on? Let's do it. We've got, oh God, we're over time. <laughs> this is Deadly Class. This is issue number 48. Yes, Ooh. there are two issues left. That's wild. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I I'm just, ready for it to end, but also not. Yeah, I think it's I think it ends at fifty because I had just seen in the catalog forty nine and it said part one the end and then it said 
that's the, the second to last part of like the Anderson. The wording made it seem like there was only two more issues yeah. left. I'm not sure, just like because I know he usually does little four parts. So. Right. Especially well, then with it this might. Arc. Yeah, it might have been the first part of the last arc or something like that. But it just made me it made it seem like it was only going to be 50 issues. But 52 would be a good solid, I think. Yeah, I mean, e- okay either way, I'm fine. I'm fine with it ending. Mm-hmm. Just a little like. Bummed out, even though there's been parts where I'm just like, I don't like this, but I, I still think I'm gonna miss the characters once they're gone. In all, in all, complete honesty, as much as I hate Marcus, I, I think I'm gonna miss him. My um, baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, this issue just kind of deals with Marcus um, finalizing his plans and going through with things and. You get to see what happens. Him doing the right thing. For right thing his his version of what he thinks the right thing is but it kind of explains what happens to the group that he was in when they left king's dominion because in the last few issues it was like in the 90s mm-hmm. so yeah this is just kind of explaining it. i just want to say this is my favorite page yeah page is i love good. this page so much just like looking at that though i just west craig's art and panel set setups are so fucking it's good. So good yeah it's like ludicrous how good that dude is <laughs> like just i think that was one of the first things that drew me to deadly class it was his art uh rick remender's prose and just yeah mm, it's so good the colors and then just yeah the way the panels were set up in such a way that like i had not really experienced since i had been out of comics for so long mm-hmm. uh just like panel setups that i wasn't ready for and i just really loved the way they laid out and there's Throughout the all of the issues, that's been honestly one of my favorite parts, and I think that's why I've stuck on this book for so long. Is just because the art is really good, <laughs> and it is just like one of the grittier books that I read. So, sorry, I'm just like going over all of it in my head. I'm not ready for it to end. Like I, like you said, I am, but I'm not. Also, yeah, it's it has, just like there's has, there's so much character in it. As a bittersweetness to it, mm-hmm. but I think like we said, we talked about this last last uh, time we read the book or last issue is just it has to end. Mm-hmm. Like Rick Remender's so good about ending his books, and also we've hit a point where it's hard to do anything else with these characters. Like we've seen what they can do, we've seen them grow and or not grow, and it's like what else? Where else do you go from like you know even them in the woods with that last story arc before mm-hmm. this it's just like at what point like like where do you end it and i think this will i think this is a good point personally like sad yes yeah. but i think i'm i think that i'm reserved and ready for it and you know when it's done i still will be very sad i did finally come to a decision about what i think is going to happen in the end okay. or what i feel like makes okay. the most sense i do think that saya is going to kill marcus and I think that because we've seen several times now what he will do for her. And I think that he's had multiple times to kill her. And if it comes down to them, he won't be able to do it. Well, and especially the way like this. Right. Ends. And that's kind of what like. And what happened the issue before exactly. this. I just, I don't, I think that he's a big piece of shit. And I think that anyone else, he wouldn't hesitate. But I think with her, because of like that that bond that they share he won't be able to do it almost like one of the first people that like he ever met and kind of supported him mm-hmm. and 
Like, and he's killed all the rest of his friends, like, either on purpose or on accident. Mm -hmm. Like, he's kind of led, like, led them to their deaths in a weird way. And if it does happen to be the other way around where he kills her, I'm still going to love him. But I'm not going to be as happy with that ending because I feel like it's the ending that he needs and deserves. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I don't, like, we've said this many times, I like, I have no, I love Marcus, but I have no love for Marcus. Yeah. Like, I have no love for who he is because I don't like those type of people. Oh, yeah. In real life, I'd be like, dude, you're a piece of shit. I'm going to push you off of a bridge, probably. But, like, as a character in a book, I love reading Yeah, him. yeah. No, and I get that. Like, I definitely get that, which is why I said I love him, but I have no mm-hmm. love for him. And I do, like, I do think the only way I would really want to see this book end is in his death. I think it'd be very satisfying. It's just like poetic justice, mm-hmm. I guess. Because in the beginning, you're like rooting for him and you're just for like... so hard. Yeah, <laughs> you want so him long. to just be so good. And for even like, despite the bad things he does, you, he still has like potential. But then you just kind of like, the deeper you get into it, it's like, oh, so you're actually just a piece of shit. And we were rooting for you this whole time, not knowing that you weren't ever going to change and you're just selfish and self-centered and you don't care about anyone else, despite all of the love that you get from Mm -hmm. people. And even, you know, when they were gone, like the choice to go back was something where I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Mm -hmm. man? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Deadly class. Great book. There you go. All right. Now on to something um, different. This is Excalibur. This is issue number 23. Um, Doom kind of, I guess in a way, he does, I was going to say higher. He straight up says multiple times. He forces them to go retrieve something from the other world because he needs information. Um, but he only takes Betty with him because he doesn't fucking like any of the other people. So everyone else just goes and gambles. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I, I made it seem way more boring than it actually was because the conversations with Doom and Betty were really cool. I really enjoyed it. He ended up finding what he needed and he let Betty know what it was and just the letter to her I thought was very sweet. Um, I was like, is Spider-Man in this book? Yeah, then I forgot. (laughs) Rorschach memorial back there. Um. (laughs) Dude. But yeah, this, I just thought, I don't know, I've never really read anything with Doom other than like books that he's just been in. And so I have like this vision of him in my head of how he's supposed to be. And it was just like perfect in here. It was really good. That's all. Okay, I got Swamp Thing. This is issue number seven. Getting close um, to the end. Getting close to the end. issues? That's weird. Yeah, I mean, and I'm kind of bummed out because it's just, like, I really do like this book a lot. I like the art so much. The art is so fucking mm-hmm. good, dude. Yeah, like, I love the art. this shit. Like, ludicrous. No, I'm looking. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. The colors. The art. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to say much. I do really like this story. I haven't read Swamp Thing in quite a long time. So this was one of those things where I was just like, all right, Ram V, take me for a ride. And I've really liked it. Like I said, the Suicide Squad thing, I was like, I don't fucking know about this. Mm -hmm. And I really do. I do like how it's like been worked into the story in a way. Um, Yeah, that's all I want to say because it's just so deep and I think it's good. Okay. And seven issues in out of 10, you're almost done. Yeah, I'm almost done. 
Um, okay, so now we have The Me You Love in the Dark. It's issue number two. Uh, go ahead, Heather. You take this one away. Okay, so um, Rowena, the... Did I just get her name right? Yep. I believe that is her name. Ro is what she likes to be called. I'm not her friend, though, so I don't care. Um, so Ro um, moves out into the middle of nowhere into this house to find inspiration because she is a painter. She's kind of hit a art block. Is that what it's yeah, called? basically. Yeah. Um, so in this house, there's some, like, disembodied voices and stuff. So she's like, oh, it's a ghost. So she makes contact with the ghost and is creatively sparked again. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes because in my head I was like, that's not a ghost, that's a demon, dude, and you do not talk to demons. Oh yeah, no, it's most definitely not and a ghost. I'm <laughs> so excited for that. I am very excited for it to that's just like... That's way too creepy to be a fucking ghost. Yeah. Um, um, long, spindly, spindly fingers. That was my favorite part where he's like, do you want me to turn off the light? You don't trust anything that just needs you to have the light off when it's around no but i can't say that i wouldn't make that same decision <laughs> huh because you know they color me fucking surprised dude <laughs> look i love chaos that is what i've gotten i love living on the edge i don't i can't ever be in like a horror movie situation with you because I would literally have a heart attack before anything <laughs> actually killed me. It, it would honestly, I'd be like, Heather, what the fuck? <laughs> just like, I just wanted to see what it did. <laughs> um, it would probably be one of those situations where, like, the, the thing is happening and I'm nowhere to be seen because you're here at your house. And then I just show up and I was like, hey, just you want to hang out or something? Just out of the blue randomly. And then I, like, realize stuff is happening. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Look, if there's a button that says don't press it, of course I'm going to press it. It's good. I like this book. Um, I was... Yeah, I like it a lot, near, too. Near the end, I kind of got like a weird ghost sex vibe, and I was into it yeah. for a minute, and when it didn't deliver, I'm like, still into it, but I, I mean, like I think it, waiting for it. It does feel like it will deliver, like you said. Yeah. And maybe that is because you said it to me before I read the issue, and then when I read the issue last night, I was like, yeah, this does definitely have ghost banging vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, fuck yeah. Give me a comic with a girl, a human girl banging a ghost. Okay. Uh, there are many films that deal with that, I yeah. guess. On the work computer, if you click into Google and type, do ghosts you will find a whole bunch of fun stuff that has been searched previously on that computer because of this. Yeah, I just thought it was really funny because it was like just pulled up when I sat down there yesterday and I was like, one of them was ghost movies with sex. And I was like, what? Yeah, no. That is a whole conversation that happened yesterday. Like yep. I said, you missed out on it. I it know. was wild because was... I was just like moving shit on the wall and I'm like, I love those kind of conversations. Um, okay, on to the next. <laughs> um, this is Daredevil. This is issue number 34. Uh, it's getting in. Yeah, it is really deep. Uh, Bullseye is out. Electra is determined to... Bullseye is out. Electra's in. Yeah, well, she's just like determined to make sure he goes down before he kills anybody else. Um, Daredevil has taken over the prison and realizes... The terribleness of the prison industrial complex. Um, 
Interesting. Yeah, it was... I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but it was also one of those things where, especially, like, with what I'm doing right now and, like, a lot of where my mindset is, it's just, like, he had to have, like, a another, like, a chemical agent, basically, to, like, make him more aware of these things that are going on. Because he's and, got white eyes. And then even then, like, Detective Cole is trying to, like, talk him down from doing just, like, you know, wild wild shit and daredevil's like but what do you do like what it like we're just like feeding into the system and it's just also like i don't know i don't feel like what is daredevil gonna do after this like he doesn't quit his fucking daredevil job he's not like oh i'm actually putting people in prison which is bad i better stop doing this like he's gonna keep being daredevil and unless he stops like beating up and putting like low-level criminals in like drug dealers into prison like it's gonna keep happening so I think that was like a frustrating aspect to me Mm -hmm. where I was just like yeah like I'm glad but also that like if this is being brought into the forefront of a comic book especially but also like it's like way more nuanced than that you have the power (laughs) to change things so what are you going to do yeah and then it's also just, like, how how do I go from this daredevil to the next daredevil who is also still doing these things? And I think that's really it for me, is I don't, I don't mind it. And I think this is, like, I mean, Chip's been exploring this since the beginning when Daredevil accidentally killed that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It, there is, like, something about it that just, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And I think it's, it's just prison, dude. Well, and yeah, and I think it's also the idea that it's like, all right, well, then how do we break this down? How do vigilantes stop being this way, too? Like, how do you, like, you know, the nuance of it? Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is a fucking Daredevil comic, so, <laughs> like, that's not gonna happen. Like, I'm just, it's like the conversation about Batman helping the poor. It's just like, this isn't why I'm reading comic books. Like, I just want the banging, dude. I don't... I don't know. Like, I like it. I have... I don't know. I wish I had written down all my feelings more, like, cohesively after I'd finished it because I did have, like, a lot of strong thoughts. But I think that was my main strong thought was just, like, well, this won't change. Mm-hmm. Like, this won't change. It's not like you're... if Unless the next story arc is Daredevil bringing down the prison system... And mass incarceration, then, like, what the fuck? I wish. I wish <laughs> I knew how to draw, like, because I would pencil up some sketches. Is that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> and I would send them straight to the Daredevil factory, and I would say, make this. It's already done. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, but, but you know, print it. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I would... I would jump on that story arc. I think it would, you know, but, you know, nobody else, nobody else is going to like that shit. (laughs) All right. So next we have May's book. This is issue number one. This is a new Jeff Lemire joint. Yes. This is um, the story of a man who is grieving the loss of his daughter. Uh, This is definitely going to be one of those sad, sad, sad Jeff Lemire books. So I think if you do read this, be, be prepared for that. Um, because even if in this issue with its very like startingness to it and the very supernatural esque ness to it, um, 
really heavy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know, a really accurate portrayal of the monotonous of life when you're grieving the loss of someone. Oh, for fucking sure. Um, which I think, I know, it's weird. The, the colors helped a lot with that, too. Just yeah. not being able to find anything pleasurable, I guess. Yeah. Like, enjoying. Well, and you're also just kind of going through the routine. Of right. It. So you're not paying attention mm-hmm. to anything else. And he keeps, like, remembering or trying to remember things about his daughter because it's been so long. But he can only remember the sweater. And so that's, like, the reoccurring thing that's coming up in the book. Um, I, I really like this. Oh, yeah. It, it was really hard to read. Um, just seeing someone in this pit of despair and, like, not being able to do anything about it because it's like dude you're a comic book character what do i do to help (laughs) yeah no i can feel that um i did did you read jeff lemire's author's notes at the Mm -hmm. back okay uh those are really great i do would like to mention because he talks about how he was really uh influenced by david lynch and her harkui murakami in this book um and i think those influences definitely once i read that read that author's note i could feel that and it definitely had a tone of like murakami for sure um in it and i just yeah i really did like this book a lot like i said it's really heavy i like jeff lemire's art is always something that's always really enjoyable especially when he's doing stories like this um like royal city for instance just like a story about grief and there's something about like his art that really brings that that story to like Mm -hmm. the forefront especially yeah with the watercolors and stuff but yeah it's uh i don't know it's gonna be a short like a short series but probably gonna cry yeah i would say i can definitely feel myself like getting fucked up Mm -hmm. like because even with this issue i was just like oh no like yeah, I can feel I, like I can feel the heaviness in yeah. my heart a little bit because it's just going to be him on this journey trying to figure out what's happening, and there's it's not going to have a happy ending. No, by no because you know that. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way that this story could have a happy ending, and that's what I'm excited for. The tears. Um, okay, so we have a few more books. I have one more by myself, and then we have a few books from last week that we just didn't get to. COVID, baby. <laughs> um, so I have six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. This is issue number four. Yeah. Um, just a stuntman trying to figure out who killed this asshole dude, Trigger Keaton. That's really it. I like it a lot. A little funny. A little funny. Good art. It's a little funny. Have a good time. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm going to say because there's not like a lot to it besides that. It's just a silly story. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have... I forgot my books. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not bring any of my books from last week. Um, we have... We only find them when they're dead. This is issue number eight. This is... Once again, just a really heady sci-fi story, mm-hmm. and this here is like in the f- this this issue has been jumping back and forth in the future, in the past, and then also them kind of setting up. I don't want to say what it is, setting up something. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and you, I don't know. I'm Malik. I said Malik. You said Malik. Yeah, I mean, 
either one. I don't know the correct pronunciation of his name, but I'm excited to see like what is actually happening with him because he has been in every single issue mentioned in one way or another. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but just like give him to me. Like I just want to see him. Well, and I think especially within the first story arc, just being like that's who you follow in mm-hmm. such a like strong way to be like almost ripped from that character and then also like given into the future and being like why now he's a god like what the fuck is happening yeah yeah i'm very very excited to get to that point because he was a a shit but i loved him yeah he was a shit i did love him he there there was just something very enjoyable about him his presence and so i just i want him back yeah no i I don't really like any of the new characters i like um christopher (laughs) I liked him a lot. I like the girl with the mouth that's always doing this. Looks like a coin purse. Yeah. I like her a lot. But everyone else I just don't really... Yeah, I care about. Yeah, I don't... Not like we're in the first story arc. It was like every single person. I was like, oh, I love them. They're great. They're fantastic. Because you got to know them all. But in this, it's just like you're kind of thrown in. Well, and I think not only that, but like there's something like disingenuous about like a lot of these new characters mm-hmm. like granted they are doing very disingenuous things but yeah. like, they don't it doesn't seem like they're doing the doing it for the right reason but i guess we don't know what that reason is so it's it's hard to really say that yeah it's very conf- it's i'm confused i'm very confused i mean this book is just like so oddly dense even like with issues that don't have that many words you're just like yeah. i don't know i think i got it every time i think i have it figured out they throw in one of these issues and i'm like what t- what year is this i don't know where i am yeah it's a good book if you like sci-fi especially like very 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 heavy. the art the art is very good beautiful so good mm-hmm. so good uh okay last or not last this isn't last almost uh, next we have the witcher this is witch's lament this is issue number four we figure out like what's going on with um the cult the cult yeah the cult of witches and Geralt's kind of put to the test and also used <laughs> fucking fool but he ends up he saving, comes out on the other uh, side uh, say, like he always does and then i think he ends you know basically saves the day like as he right as he should because he kind of saw past what was happening and was like mm, let me rectify this right mm-hmm. now um a cute little Witcher story. I love it. Um, I think the art, honestly, in this one was the thing that I liked the most. Yeah. But it was just, it was really good. I, I did, like, oddly really enjoy this story. Mm-hmm. I think I liked this last issue, like, the most. Yeah, it was really, because in the third issue, it's where you thought it was all figured out, like, everything was taken care of. And then in this one, it's just like, no, not, not quite. There's more to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Oh, yeah. I I have loved all of these little Witcher books that I have finally picked up, so. They're fantastic. Yeah. Our our boy G. There he is. (laughs) He's coming back soon. 100 days, apparently, is what the Witcher Facebook told me today. For the revamp of Witcher 3? The second season. Oh, is it 100 days? I guess it is. It comes out in December. Yeah. I, I just saw 100 days, and I was like, oh, that must be when season two is coming I out. just know that they're doing that, like, Witcher 3, like, oh my God. The, the new version of it. I so. want them to redo the second game, like, remaster that, because if I could see Yorvath again and, like, just have him look good. You know, they could just, like, make a new Witcher game. Though. They, they could. They could do that, and they could just be brand new, remastered, and have a new version of Yorvath, and we would, like, all win. 
Right. Thank you. Please do that. <laughs> you you know we love The Witcher here and then help us. Yeah. Are you ready for this? No, but let's do it. Okay. Uh, I know we'll probably end up doing a full. I know we have yeah, to. Yeah, because I don't. To. I don't want to say too much about it to spoil it. Um, because I do think that is something that everyone does need to read. In my personal opinion, this is one of the best books I've ever read in my life. Uh, this is the Many Deaths of Lila Star. Uh, this is issue number five. Uh, yeah, this is one of the best books I think I've ever read uh, by Ram V. Uh, Felipe Andre. Andrade. Andrade. Um, does the art, and the art is so good. The colors are so good. Um, the story is absolutely wonderful. This issue, um, you're kind of t- like each issue, you're kind of following like almost an object that death is around versus like death herself. And this issue definitely focuses on death herself and uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Death dealing with death. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's hard for me to think of what to say about it without completely spoiling what happens in this issue because I have a lot that I wanna say, but I don't want to say it. Uh, the few things I do want to say is definitely definitely has day tripper vibes. Um, Ram V did post like a kind of a a mood board. I forgot to uh, respond to that when on, you sent that to me on Twitter. Um, and he did put day tripper as one of those influences in this book. And I don't think it's overly overly done, but I think it's something like you can see. And I like like day tripper. It deals with life and death and how that affects the ripple effects it does in people's lives and how people really deal with those things um and i do like when i came out of this book i was obviously bawling it hit me very very hard um but it just makes you think of like the things you've loved and lost and then makes you appreciate all of those things and just having having life life sucks life sucks so hard and I think this book tries so hard to make you see that little silver lining. And I think that is incredibly important given today, life in general, just everything to really like appreciate those little moments, those little things, and the people that really make a difference in your life. Um, I don't know. That's really what I took out of it. And I think it's I did really good. I think it's... Uh, a really beautiful book and a very very beautiful story and i'm just glad i got to read it honestly more than anything else yeah i i don't know i love the the complication the complicated relationship with death and just life and stuff that's in it i thought i don't know i i'm i'm like about to cry again (laughs) Yeah, no, that's why it's like, I, I'm really proud of me for not doing that. Yeah. That's why I just couldn't say anything because I was just thinking there's like, there's so many good, like, so one of my favorite things when I read books is I always highlight specific sayings in there that I really like, like actual novels. Um, it's just something that I've always enjoyed doing. And I also like write them down, like on pieces of paper, like things that stick out to me. Mm-hmm. And in this book, there were so many things that I wrote down because they were just so... I can't pronounce the word point, poignant. Poignant, yeah. There it is. Um, they just hit really hard, and I feel like this book in general, it I don't know, helped me live better 
in a way it's good no and i think that that's a gorgeous way to put it because yeah and and, you know like i shared the few things that like were really meaningful to me in this book and Mm -hmm. i I, yeah it does just make me want oddly yeah makes me want to live it makes me want to experience any moment i can and with you know you chris like anybody that's my friend christopher (laughs) like just he's the theme for tonight (laughs) just anybody who means something to me and i think it's also you know worth being like telling those people that they're meaningful to you Mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily what this book is saying but i love it 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 is very good recommend it 10 out of 10 yeah 10 out of 10 for everyone uh you will cry absolutely if you don't cry you're some sort of fucking monster i was a mess (laughs) yeah i I don't (laughs) cry over comic books too often i get like a tear every now and then but i was like full on my couch just sobbing so glad my husband wasn't home my dog got so nervous she went upstairs because she doesn't like when i cry the fact that i read that at work really fucked me up just because i had to work the rest of the day Mm -hmm. like that's why i just like i just kept sitting in my own brain like doing work stuff and just being like i i can't do this (laughs) that's probably why i had such a hard time with we only find them when we're dead because i tried reading that directly afterwards and i was on the couch going (laughs) just tears clouding my vision Mm -hmm. and i couldn't think of anything else yeah Yeah. it's hard yeah um so yeah please please this trade comes out in january uh the end of january and i grab it grab it it's it's just as powerful as day tripper and just as meaningful as day tripper and Mm -hmm. it's its own story and it has its own life and it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, and that's that's all we got. We got to go. We went way longer than we wanted to. Yeah, like um, almost a whole hour over. I gave us a 27-minute deadline, and we just blew it. Um, so go support your local comic book store. Support your local libraries. Support your friends. Live life to the fullest. Um, and, you know, like I said, life sucks. Shit, shit is awful. But share it with people you love. <laughs> Yeah, do share it with people you love because that makes life just that much better. Um, So, yeah, we'll see you on the flippity flip. I said that yesterday and Brayden said, get out of my car.